In the world of business, profit is everything. Those that are not profitable are condemned from memory. And the most important business of all is watching anime. Welcome back to WOW! Season 5 of the Weekly Anime Performance Review, the show we review the performance of anime weekly. We are your three high-powered anime business executives. I am John, your Back from the Dead CEO of Weebs. I am Chris, your Wiggle Waggle. And I'm Andrew, your CEO of... Sorry, it's egg time. Alright, so, uh, we are back with a whole new crop of shows, but... Uh, before we move on to actually talking about them, uh, if you're new listening this season, welcome, first of all. But also, uh, I want to go over the format just real quick. We're going to be talking about each of the 10 shows we've hired in turn. And at the end of that time, at the end of our discussion, each of us will vote on whether we want to retain the show for another week or fire it, kick it out into the cold, uh, get rid of it. Uh, and so, the, so if a show receives at least two fires, then it's on the chopping block. Uh, the show with the most, if any show gets three fires, it's automatically out, unless multiple shows get three fires, and w- in which case it will go to you, the audience, to decide. So one show will be dropped per week until we narrow it down to our top few contenders. Assuming every, assuming there's something with two fires each week. Yeah, few keeps six shows. <laughs> unless we keep six shows like last season, because we are weirdos. We're going to keep ten. No, I don't want to. Anyway, that's what we do here, so let's do it. First up on our list is bottom-tier character Tomozaki. Uh, In our first episode, Tomozaki considers himself a bottom-tier character IRL, despite being Japan's best player and totally not Smash Brothers. When he and the most popular girl in school realize that they're number one in two players in the school, she resolves to help him move up the tier list IRL. I think they're the top two players in Japan. The, in, yeah, in yeah. Japan, you're right. I, I, I miswrote that in my summary, you're correct. Like, technically, they are the top two players in the school. Yes. Fair. Also, I would like to say that everything that Tomozaki said about why Fox eats combos is correct. <laughs> There's no Fox. It's Foxy, John. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, whatever. This, this is totally not Smash, John. Oh my god, I just realized what... So he plays like the ninja character, right? Yeah. And it's called Found? It's a pun on Sheik. You know, seek and find. <laughs> nice. I just realized that and I hate it a lot, actually. I, I love that. That's great, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what are you guys' opening thoughts on this one? Give me your opening salvo. I thought it was fine. I think my one problem with it is that I don't like that she set the goal of having a girlfriend. I feel like that should have been his goal to set. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it just it does seem kind of odd that it is that way. <laughs> like, I feel like the only way I'd be fine with that is if like later on in the series, it's revealed that this is just a big brain play to get him to ask her out. I don't think it is right now. Yeah, she's playing mind games. Yeah, 
I what I liked is that at the very beginning it showed him playing totally not Smash against some random guy in their class. Yeah. Um and the guy's like, oh this game's bad, blah blah blah. And Tomozaki says like bad gamers will blame the game. But then later mm-hmm. on he does that, saying, Oh, the game of life is trash, blah blah blah. Yeah. And so I liked how and they, they talked about it, how mm-hmm. like He's not even trying to like live a life. Exactly. He's not even trying. He's a being a bad life gamer or whatever. Yeah. He's committing the ultimate gamer sin. And I do agree a bit with the like some people are born with certain advantages, mm-hmm. mostly money. But there's always something you can do to make yourself more attractive or more Yeah. Socially acceptable? That's not the right word. Like posture and training yourself to smile, right. which I've actually started doing since I watched this episode. And it actually hasn't helped my mental state a lot. And I, I like that it's like the tips she's giving him aren't necessarily you need to change who you are to fit into society. It's you need to at least care about your appearance and stuff like that mm-hmm. and take care of yourself. I really hope he does get a haircut. I'm pretty sure he does, because mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, during what I assume is the OP, it has his haircut. Yeah, he has a different one. haircut, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Unless it's a different character, but... I don't think so. Going back to the, like, these tips are not changing his personality. They're changing his attitude. Yeah. Kind of, in my opinion. like. But she hasn't said, oh, you need to not be more gloomy. She's just saying you should smile more. Like, yeah, I know they sound like the same thing, but don't be less pessimistic. Just act less pessimistic. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But also, he should probably be less pessimistic because. Pessimism sucks. He's taken the black pill a little too hard. I'm going to retain this one for now. Although, I don't know how long that'll last. I think it's a bit on the bubble for me. I think it's interesting, but I don't know if it's going to live up to that potential. I think I'm in the same boat as John, where I think even if it does end up getting fired, I might still watch it just to see how it turns out. Yeah, I'm retaining as well, because it's, I don't know if I'll necessarily like the journey, but I like at least the message that they're trying to put forward, I think. You know, only watching one episode of the the world isn't bad. Three very cautious retains for bottom tier character Tomozaki. Next up on the list is Cells at Work Black. In the first episode, a new red blood cell begins work, only to realize that the body he works in isn't all fun and games. After an incident involving carbon monoxide and pneumonia-causing bacteria, he and his new white blood cell friend discover the cause. Their host body has taken up smoking again. I just want to start with my biggest complaint. Okay. Is that this feels like an educational show at times and that it's talking down to us about all this stuff. I think it's supposed to be educational. Yeah, it's an educational show. I know, and I don't like that. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's a fun way to do it, though. Like, I'd rather do this than watch, like, a lecture about it. I agree, but, like, it it doesn't necessarily feel entertaining. I think a lot of... A lot of that might just be the way we're watching it with the subtitles in that we're still having to take in all this information as reading it instead of 
just watching and enjoying the show. Maybe. Possibly. But there were some jokes that I liked in this episode, mm-hmm. like the he has the senpai red blood cell that he follows around for most of the episode, who is like, you know, he's like the stereotypical always keeps his eyes shut anime character. Yeah. And then he opens his eyes while smiling. He's like, oh, his eyes aren't smiling at all. Yeah. Like, I thought that was funny. He's like, just don't just don't have emotions. Just don't think about it too hard. Something I really liked, like more in contrast, like this for those of you who don't know, this is a spinoff of the show Cells at Work, which is the same concept, except it's a healthy body. And so it's just kind of funny seeing all the like characters from the uh, like their inversions from the original show, like how in the original, the platelets are all like nice and helpful. Whereas in this one, they're like, get out of the waste, bud. Yeah, I, I was into this one. Like, I thought it was a lot of fun. It it kind of makes me want to go back and watch the original cells at work because I think it might be weird. To watch this one on its own a little bit, because I feel like probably a big part of the joke is how different it is from the original show or how inverted it is. So I wonder if I'm losing too much of the experience by not having seen it. I don't think you're losing too much. Because I feel like they do a good job at setting up what a comparison for the original show with the opening training video and saying this is what a healthy body looks like. And then we're thrown into what it actually is. Yeah, I think part of it as well is that um, it might enhance it a bit. But I don't think they're missing, like, they're not skipping anything that you need to have seen the other show for. So, yeah, I don't, I think it's pretty fun so far. And, you know, it, I think it might delve a little bit into, like, comedy horror almost, like, with the, yeah, with the red blood cells getting infected by carbon monoxide and turning into, like, zombies, basically. Yeah. So hopefully and... they lean into that tone, because I always enjoy, like, comedic horror. I mean, for Christ's sake, my favorite movie is Army of Darkness. We're getting into that body horror. Not exactly body horror. I think the show is fine. I I think it's probably going to end up getting somewhat repetitive. And unless you're just really interested in how the human body works, you might not enjoy it in the long run. But I'm fine hanging on for a while. Yeah, I think I agree. So I'm also going to vote to retain for now. I I think I actually have to fire. Okay. I just... Just not hooked by it. Didn't care, yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, that is one fire for cells at work, code black. Next up on the list is Gekidol. Gekidol? Ge- what, that one. <laughs> I think it's Gekidol, because... Yeah, Gekidol. It's, about it's a idols. show about Gex as an idol. Gex from the hit video game Gex. Uh, in the first episode, after the destruction of Ikebukuro, the latest I- craze is idol shows featuring fancy hologram tech. Uh, Saria becomes infatuated with the theater and joins a group called Alice in Theater. Man, there's a lot going on in this episode, I felt like. Bunch of characters all at once. A lot of them. Uh, an apocalypse or the post-apocalypse of sorts. Um, there would been there. It was just a lot. I felt like. I think 
we're not supposed to care about her school friends except for one of them. So I yeah. I don't feel like those characters are important. Yeah, I feel like they probably won't even come up again, honestly. And I, I feel like we were really only supposed to be introduced to like Seria. four characters in terms of who we of like knowing them and their personalities. The others were just kind of there as they exist, they're just not important yet. Right. I kinda think so. Yeah, you're too. probably right. I think it's kind of interesting in concept, you know, the whole mm-hmm. hologram thing. It's not that far off aside from like the clothes. Yeah, I think it's a cool concept, and it's cool that it kind of seems more not just idols, but almost theater idols. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think typically, like, idols do a little bit of everything. Normally it is focused on singing and dancing in idol anime, though. I feel like this episode was just paced really weird. Yeah, and I can't really put my finger on why exactly. Yeah. I think it felt like... What I think the problem was is that it felt like a lot of stuff happened, but we didn't get any motivation of sorts. I mean, she wants to be an actress. Why? Yeah, exactly. Well, she saw a stage show she liked once. But she never said that. Like, we're just supposed to be like, it the show, she, she liked it? Yeah, um... It, you know, it's kind of just like a trope of a lot of anime. It's just like that the main character is just like, I want to do this and be the best at it, which, you know, it's fine. But it's so it, it's such a common thing that it's, well, you know, it's a little bit stale. That's how Little Witch Academia starts. But it starts with her saying, I saw this show and I wanted to do that. Yeah, this so is... that's basically how this show starts. I just feel like they give a better explanation of what the show inspired in Akko than they do in what the show inspired in Syria. Right, and so it's kind of like, well, you saw a show, but I think they could have done it better. Yeah. Long story short. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. This one is not really hooking me so far. Um, I also... I also feel like they're trying to cram a lot of intrigue into it also. Oh, yeah, because like, there was like the guy with all the computers is like, ha, yeah. she's wasted on on Allison Theater. And like, yeah. what, what is and the, I think one of the people at Allison Theater is a robot. No, I, I, I think that's either the hologram or she's imagining it. I'm not sure. I think because, she's a robot. Yeah, I think well, when they first started, she said, oh, you're practicing by yourself. Yeah. I think I think it's just like a robot to read out the lines to you so you have Maybe. someone to bounce off of. If that's all it is, they put the they put a lot of emphasis on it for something that's I think that robot is supposed to represent the hologram system though. But that's kind of if that is what it is, it's kind of weird though. Like we never had an anthropomorphized dual disc in Yu-Gi-Oh. I thought the OP was interesting. It kind of juxtaposed like the normal idol OP with a more sinister visuals. I might have to go back and watch it again because I don't think I quite picked up on that. Like, 
I feel like the visuals just lined up more with a with like more horror or thriller than with Idol. I can't. I wasn't paying too much attention. Oh. Or I was. I just didn't. I saw a lot of OPs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know about this one. It's not hooking me so far. So I'm gonna have to vote to fire this one. I think I'm gonna have to fire as well. I just didn't care too much. I'm going to retain it. I think there's some interesting stuff going on, and it's only the first episode. I'm fine waiting a week to see if it was just a bad first episode or if this is going to be a continuous problem. All right, that's fair. So that is two fires for Gekaidal. Next up on the list is Horimiya. Uh, in this first episode, Hori is a popular girl at school, and Miyamura is a weird loner. However, after an unexpected visit to her house, they both realize each other's secrets. Miyamura is tatted and pierced, while Hori spends all her free time looking after her younger brother. An unlikely relationship blossoms. They didn't really waste much time with this one, did they? I know. John, you're talking about the unlikely relationship is in the one between Ishikawa and Miyamura, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> like the last minute of the show. <laughs> yeah, that I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that's the good way to do stuff like that. Just, oh, are you so concerned because you want to ask him out? <laughs> like, I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think they, they have an interesting dynamic because, you know, he looks punky, but really isn't at all. Yeah. Like, he's just, just a guy. stupid. <laughs> he's just kind of a dumb dumb, yes. Or I guess not. St- I feel like airhead would be the better way to describe it, not necessarily stupid. Yeah. Because, like, he's, he's just like, do you ever get caught up in the moment? And that's how he has, like, seven piercings and tattoos. <laughs> he's just Which, do like, anything he on a get kicked out of school for having in Japan. Yeah. Which is why he wears, like, his long-sleeve uniform and had a freak-out about having to do swimming and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's not, like, doing it maliciously, and he's not doing it to rebel. He's just like, oh, yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> he's kind of a, he, he's kind of an easygoing guy, in contrast to Hori, you know, who has a lot on her plate all the time. Yeah. So I think they have an interesting dynamic in that regard. Also. I adored the ED for this show. It was like a little 3D animated thing of of Hori going throughout her day. It was really cute. I feel like it's probably going to be one of those evolving EDs where as more characters become relevant, there's going to be more characters in it. Maybe. Um, speaking of other animation, first of all, I think they do a good job of having characters animate more than they need to that makes sense so like they don't just stand and pose and talk but they move around while they talk a bit and stuff like that i didn't quite notice that in this first episode i might have to look again it wasn't yeah it's just barely there i think okay i thought Mm -hmm. it was nice like in like kind of like housing yesterday for me was a little bit i don't think quite that degree but yeah yeah 
And then another facet of animation is that when they're having an emotional moment, moment the background fades away and there's like watercolor shadows and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. a cool effect. I did want to point that out because it, it, I like the way it looked because, and it kind of does represent whenever they're being a little bit more vulnerable with each other. So yeah, they really aren't wasting any time with this one, and I'm yeah. kind of excited to see where it goes from here. Yeah, no, I'm glad that we set it up, and we already have someone else who knows that um, Miyamura is tatted up and pierced yeah. and whatever. Like, like I'm honest, fine with that. But... Like honestly, I feel like they could have ended this episode with the two of them confessing, and then the rest of the show is just introducing new characters that kind of change up the group dynamic and it yeah, would still work yeah i mean because they... I, I think that this is actually a pretty long manga so i don't know how how many core characters it's going to add i think there's going to be nine <laughs> i mean have you seen the poster for it yeah oh well that's fair i guess <laughs> i think my biggest thing is that they already semi-confessed yeah. Like, it's more of, hey, I care about you than, like, hey, I want to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. But, like, Cora was like, oh, you can't stop coming by because then who's going to eat your food? Blah, 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 whatever. And it's like, they clearly care about each other. Yeah. Whether romantically or not yet remains to be seen. I mean, well, let's face yeah. it. But, you know. They could just be platonic life partners. They could be. All right. Uh, It's. It's tough to say. Yeah. I think that it's going to lean in that direction, though. I think it's going to lean towards the romance. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So, I, I'm looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be a nice little treat. I, I enjoy it so far, so I'm going to retain it this week. I'm also going to retain this one. I'm enjoying it, and I think it's nice. Yeah, I'm retaining as well. I I think I made a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, good job, Andrew. Stole my pick. Whoops. Next up on the list is Idly Pride. In the first episode, five years ago, aspiring idol Mana meets Makino, who gets a job at the agency she works for. After her tragic death, she returns as a ghost to help Makino train the next generation of young talent. This was the biggest curveball of a first episode I've ever <laughs> seen. I know. <laughs> It's like I was I was one hundred percent expecting Mana to die. I was I just wasn't expecting her to come back as a ghost. Well, see, like I figured it'd be like you know, the very beginning was him like saying to his like idol group, like, Oh, you guys go out there and whoop ass and they're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna do it. And he's like, I'll do it for you, Mana, and I'm like, Okay, that'll come back later. But then it just came back right net right then. I was like, Oh, all right. And she's still around. What I was half expecting was coming into this uh episode and being like you know i feel like this episode would be would have been really good as like an episode eight or nine where it's like filling in the backstory for the manager yeah that was exactly what i was going to say until i saw the very end of this episode same yeah so the fact that she is a ghost makes me think this might be more focused on the manager yeah which would be interesting an interesting take on the whole idol thing whatever Yeah, um, they rank their idols like League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, they got like a well. They also like compare it to like fantasy sports. Yeah, fantasy sports don't do it like that. 
They well, they well, they had. I don't know how fantasy sports works. I don't do them. Yeah, but like they did it like a oh, you're in the bronze tier now, you're in the silver tier now, the gold tier. Like that's yeah, that's like League of Legends <laughs> and other. Yeah, stuff it's like, like it's that. like a lot of competitive games. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that part of it. I was just thinking about like the, the what do they call it, the Venus system. Yeah. That like takes all these stats to determine that ranking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know in fantasy sports, normally it's like, oh, every 50 yards that you move the football, you get a point or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know. Who even knows what fantasy football is? If you have fantasy, fo- if you know, if you know about fantasy football, don't at me. I don't care. No offense, but I just don't. <laughs> so I was about to be like, this was such a weird first episode and I don't know this show's vibe. But now that Mana showed up as a ghost, I'm like, OK, all right. I'm into this now. <laughs> this I think this could be a really interesting premise. Now, what they do with it, who knows, but how dare you? It's at least something different. I did like how even like a couple a year or two after her death, it her song was still his ringtone though. Yeah. Because they were like they were probably going to be in a relationship. Yeah. If you know she didn't die. I figured it was already it was implied that they already were. I feel like it's they're at the point where they're in a relationship, but they haven't actually been like, hey, we're in a relationship. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. All right. What are the odds she's actually not a ghost and it's all in his head? I. I think they're never going to clarify. Yeah. See, I figured they were going to be ambiguous about it, but then he was immediately like, oh, it was a ghost. And I was like, oh, well, that's not very ambiguous. Yeah, but he could be crazy. Yeah. He could be crazy, and but I don't think so. He could also just be holding on to her memory, and he's like, oh, yes, there's this ghost here. Yeah. I mean, ghosts, the best ghost stories are things where the ghost represents something. So that makes sense. She represents the person that she is. Well, I mean, he she sticks around him because he still hasn't gotten over her. Is what I mean. I have not a shopping list. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. Uh, I'm gonna vote to retain. I'm gonna give this one a spooky retain. I'm just gonna give it a normal retain. I'm gonna give this one a singing retain. All right, sing your retain for us, Chris. Retain. Next up on the list is Other Side Picnic. In this first episode, Sorrel and Toriko, two college students, independently discover a strange alternate world called The Other Side. They go hunting for monsters that Sorrel calls Wiggle Waggles, and in the process, start to become friends. So I found out this one's actually based on a uh, a Russian novel. Oh. And really? Yeah, the the novel is called Roadside Picnic. And also, if you've ever heard of the video game Stalker. It's like janky Russian Fallout. Also based on the same book. Okay. Well, I think this is based on a book series based on that. Yeah, probably so. But still. Uh, That is interesting. I don't know. It's something. (laughs) I thought it was interesting and almost a little comical in a good way yeah it was surprisingly funny for a show about like a 
spooky alternate world where there's monsters everywhere. Like, I don't think they're going to pull any punches on the bad side of all this. So it was yeah. almost a bit surprising. But, like, I love how when they figure out how to kill the thing and do it, and they're like, yes! And then ran away screaming. Yeah. Yeah, once they realized that it was, like, a real thing, more or less. Pretty mm -hmm. much. And, like, yeah, the... the fact that they were so close to actually dying. Mm-hmm. I like, I really think this other world is interesting. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. It's a lot like those urban legends where you're like, hey, yeah. you know that one, like, store that nobody ever goes into? Yeah, I think, I think that's explicitly what it is, because, um, I think Sorrel, the one with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, she seems to know a lot about the world just from urban legends. Yeah. Mm. And that's how she knew what the Wiggle Waggle of were. Mm -hmm. The Wiggle Waggle were. Yeah. And I, I, I have a theory that the whole world is based on, like, perception and how you perceive things. Because, like, the Wiggle Waggles, you can only kill them if someone is perceiving them. Is it someone like, different is perceiving them? I don't like, think. Do you it, need two people, or I don't know if you need two people, but that's just how they did it. Yeah, but like, and also, uh, Soral seemed fine floating on the water until um, the other one. I don't remember her name. Uh, Tori Co. Tori Co. Shows up and. She thinks, oh, she looks like Ophelia, and then she gets dragged underwater and starts drowning. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. She didn't make the Ophelia connection until, well, when she when she said, oh, it's Ophelia, then she started actually drowning. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Wow. Well, and like, um, those blue eye things, we didn't see them the first time in the beginning of the episode, and it's hard to say whether mm -hmm. she just didn't look at it all that much. Or if she didn't think that was supposed to be a side effect until she saw it happen to the other guy. Yeah. They found a body. Yeah. Yes. I, I thought it was like fungus growing on his eyes until uh, we saw that it was, you know, just what happens when you stare at a wiggle waggle too long. Yeah. And I, I really loved the elevator scene. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Rock I think floor. That, that was really cool, just kind of setting up a lot of future things, or even just world building for stuff that might exist. Right. I mean, I feel like it's set up really good. The fact that there's more than just Wiggle Waggles, and mm -hmm. that this isn't... Like, this is dangerous. Yeah. Even just getting there is dangerous. Yeah, like, this reminds me a lot of Maiden Abyss, where, like, the Abyss is, like, this really beautiful and dangerous place, and even though you know it's dangerous and you shouldn't go there, you can't help but want to go down and explore. Yeah. I don't know, this one's really neat. Mm -hmm. um, can I talk about why it's called a picnic in the original? Never mind, I'm not going to do that. Do it. What, where the name Picnic comes from in that original novel it's kind of based on? 
sure. the idea is that like you know we're like the animals that like come up to a picnic after the humans have left like the stuff that they leave behind makes sense to them but makes no sense to us yeah yeah cuz i mean it the other world looks like an abandoned city almost but like the buildings aren't that close together it's almost like it was it started to be settled and then was abandoned or something right yeah but we don't know why or whatever but yeah i'm digging this I'll retain. i'm digging it a lot too i'm going to retain yeah i'm retaining it too <laughs> next up on the list is skate the infinity uh in this first episode Reki meets Langa, a half Canadian transfer student at his school. Langa gets a part-time job at the same skateboard shop as Reki, and then the two go to S, the underground skateboard race in their town. Langa unexpectedly takes the activity, relating it to the snowboarding in his old country. Okay. Massive, massive initial D vibes emanating off this show. In my opinion. Uh... Yeah, they don't spill water once. They they do not spill water once, you're correct. But also, like, just the idea of, like, a character who thinks he's totally new to the activity but realizes he has more experience than he thinks, and he's like, there's this random, wholesome, nice boy who shows up and starts whipping people's ass at this activity they thought he was totally new at. I, also, I love the fact that since it, he is snowboarding is what he gets his experience from, he has to tape his feet to the he board just, at first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he just... Everyone's like, "What the? What are you doing?" So he just like pulls it, himself along on his hands <laughs> until like you get going. It's kind of like you expect him to just be like a total noob, and he's taping himself down so he doesn't fall off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked up on. Oh, it's snowboarding when he did that, but like, yeah. it took me a bit longer. Yeah, that's, look, I was like, I was like, oh man, he's Canadian, but it was like, oh wait, now it makes sense. <laughs> Because, like, at the beginning, they were like, he was like, oh, there's no snow here. I'm sad about that. And I'm like, oh, he's probably a snowboarder. But then I completely forgot about that <laughs> until, like, he started going. And I was like, oh, right, it's snowboarding. Or snorting for short. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Leave in the fact that you said I'm cutting that out. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, some of the, some of the, the side characters in this show are, like, wild because you know this is like a a secret underground race so these people have like daytime and nighttime identities like the guy that they both raced this episode was shadow who's like this weird clown man who throws firecrackers and stuff i think it would almost like a like a wrestling persona or something like yeah it's kind of like that but also we got the the takahito koyasu character like listening to beethoven's fifth i think it was and like Watching everything on screens ominously. <laughs> wearing just pants. Wearing just pants. I think he's going to be a very fun villain. Yeah, I, I like the, the the two leads, and I like everything that's happening here. Also, it's Bones, and so it looks like a Bones anime. Yeah. By which I mean it looks really good. Yeah. Even if... The show wasn't good, which it is. It looks good, too. Yeah. I mean, it's Bones. Bones is... I've never known them to make a bad-looking show. Didn't they make the first FMA? They did make the first FMA. Though that show looks good sometimes. 
it just looks bad a lot of the time. Uh, but I don't know. I'm super into this one. I'm very glad I picked it. I think I'm more neutral on it. Like, I, I agree with almost everything you guys have said about it. It just doesn't really vibe with me. Yeah, I'll say, I think, I hope that next episode, they give a bit more of a story of sorts. Because right now it's just like, oh, Reiki wants to be good at skateboarding. Like, where does the villain come in? You know, all this other stuff. They're trying to be the champions of S. But they... I'm fine with it being like a monster of the week anime. Yeah. I'm also just not that big a fan of Reiki. I yeah, no, I, he's, I, just, I, he's just kind of annoying. Yeah, I I get that. I yeah, but I think he's more of our deuteragonist, even though we were introduced to him first. I hope so. I say I did like that the ED is just all of the characters falling off their boards. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the one guy who's like no pictures. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I do like this one, so I'm going to vote to retain it. I'm voting to retain. It was fun. Yeah, I didn't really vibe with this one as much as y'all did, but it's only the first episode, so I'm fine letting it get through this week. So that is three retains for uh, Skate the Infinity. Next up on the list is Skate Leading Stars. In episode, we have two episodes of this one this week. In episode one, Maishima loses a figure skating contest to Shinazaki in the fifth grade and quits. Years later, he sh- he's approached by Shinazaki's half-brother about it making a return to the rink and trying again to upstage him now that he's switched to skate leading. And then in the second episode, Maishima has a hard time getting along with his teammates, and the team eventually decides to have a team match to decide if Sasagai and Maishima stay. I don't remember what show it was that we said this about, but this is like one of those shows where we just get this weird vibe where just everybody's mean to each other all the time. Or at least all the main characters are. I know what you're talking about. It was the... This one that sits next to me. It's not that yes. bad. Boku Haka. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... I... I just feel like they're being very stubborn. Like, I don't know. Everyone's saying, I'm the best skater, blah, 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 blah. Like, in this one, it feels like it's explained why everyone feels the way they do, whereas in Boku Haka, it was just kind of, we're mean to each other because being mean is funny. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess it has a bit more of a point here. It does. Also, it doesn't like, mean I enjoy it. I don't really vibe with these characters that much, if I'm being totally yeah. honest. I think like, the problem is that it just feels like the main two characters' motivations are malicious. Not like they want to be good to take down. Yeah, they, they want to be good out of spite. The, right. Out of any, like, just being like, oh, I want to be the best at this activity. Like, I know we just talked about like standard anime be the best motivation in <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, but the show could use a little bit of that because yes, like 
he comes back to skating basically out of spite for a guy he who beat him like half his life ago. Yeah. Well, I think something else is that um, the main character actually does enjoy the enjoy figure skating because when he says that he when he does the performance and uh, at the like the exhibition performance, he's like, hey, you were you looked like you were having a lot of fun out there and like he was just kind of reluctant to do it. So I think there's a bit more to doing the activity than just out of spite. Yeah, and I'm I hope that that gives room for growth and development in this of the he doesn't care if they win or lose by the end of this because they're having fun as a team. I hope. Yeah. You know. I I think like maybe the biggest reason that I don't really love that the main character is kind of arrogant is that his rival is also arrogant. Like, there's not much contrast between the two of them. It's just, like, one of them's loud and one of them's quiet. Yeah. Well, I also think there might be more to both of them, and we've just only gotten two episodes of it. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that the competition between the group will kind of reveal some motivation. Like, it'll help them overcome some of their differences and all that. Yeah. Because if they're working together as a team, I think this would be very enjoyable. And I know they're going to get to that. Um, Something to mention, the OP was a bit weird. Like, it feels like half of it is just a black screen with credits. And then the other half has, like, figure skating visuals, cool, you know, whatever. But, like, I thought that was weird. I don't know if I noticed that off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't remember the OP. Okay. I can't blame you because I do the same thing. Yeah, like we've we've literally, we've literally had this same conversation reverse this episode. So, uh, are we good to vote? I think so. I'm gonna have to vote to fire this one because I don't know. None of it really hooked me that much. I don't find it to be. I don't find them to be particularly enjoyable as characters. I think I'm gonna go ahead and retain. Because okay. I think if the show gets good, it'll be good. I mean, and I yeah. think it will. <laughs> like, I, I think in an episode or two, it'll flip around and it'll be great and they'll all be working together, whatever. Fingers crossed. I'm going to retain it as well. I think I think there is room for improvement and I think it can do it. It's just a matter of if it will. I um, think it will. Yeah, I'm, I'm being fine. an optimist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm going to retain. That is one fire for uh, skate leading stars. So, uh, Wonder Egg priority is off this week. It ha- it doesn't actually start till next week. So, so I'm a spider. So, what will be the last one for today? And speaking of which. Uh, a listless high school girl is reincarnated as a spider in a fantasy world. She learns the ropes of her new home and life as a spider. Meanwhile, many of her classmates have also reincarnated as some of the major movers and shakers in this fictional setting. <laughs> okay. 
I didn't hate this. I was way more into this than I really thought I was going to be. Yeah. I was just gonna be like, oh, it's an isekai. Oh, they got reincarnated as something wacky. How original. But you know what? It, it kind of surpassed my initial expectations. Now, I will say, as we said in, I think, the hiring episode, I don't know if this gimmick will hold it, but I enjoyed the gimmick. So yeah. I'm good enough for now. Yeah. I think that usually, like, the first episode of these kind of isekai are usually one of the best. Yeah. Just because yeah. it's all about them adjusting to this dynamic. I think... No, go ahead. But I, th I think that uh, all of her classmates getting reincarnated as, like, big important people is an interesting idea. Mm -hmm. Especially because, um, based on the OP and ED, it looks like... Or maybe it was just one of them. It looks like there's three other spiders that are... Yeah. Maybe her classmates? Well, based on the description, it seems like everyone was ranked based on, like, or was reincarnated based on their, like, pop standing in the class, uh, whether that be, like, popularity or grades or something. Yeah. So I think one of the popular girls got reincarnated as, like, a pet dragon almost. Yeah. Which yeah. sounds bad but then if you think about it she's probably going to be one of the more powerful people yeah right? and one of the one of the popular boys wound up being reincarnated as a princess <laughs> <laughs> or the, the daughter of a duke I, yeah. I thought that was good yeah because it was a good gag but also like the butt of the joke was just huh, that's funny yeah like that's it like just the character was like oh i got used to it whatever like i yeah. thought they did a good enough job with that better than some anime would yeah also, the ED for this show is phenomenal. I really like it. <laughs> it's the spider giving a concert. It's it's, it's a spider idol. Spidal. The spidal for short, yes. Yeah. Um, something to mention as well is that this has a bit of 3D, and I think it does it pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'd say more than a bit. It does have a lot, yeah. yeah. Like 90% like of the time, the spider is rendered in 3D. Yeah. But uh, a lot of 3D anime um, tends to lack expression and character, in anime at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this looked good. Like, there was also a fair amount of 3D in Other Side Picnic, but I felt that, like this was way more expressive than that. I... Shoot, I forgot to say something for Other Side Picnic. Yeah. You just say it and I'll see. edit it in. So... <laughs> The 3D looks bad. I think it looks That's bad. All, like, there was one where they didn't have faces. Was it from a distance? Yeah. I mean, if it's from a distance, that's probably why. But, like, it was just bad. I mean, like, there's a lot of times where, like, the 2D animation from a distance won't have faces. Spidal is pretty cool. Yeah. I was way more into this one than I than I thought I would be. And also I laughed a lot actually at it actually. I think something that this has going for it is that at this point in time, um it people know what an isekai is. It's it's a common trope. And so now characters are able to say, oh I've been isekai. And I think that helps this a lot. Because she doesn't have anyone to ask. Like almost half this episode, or at least half of it, is a monologue, pretty much. But I think it does it fine. I really loved the analysis tool in this episode <laughs> oh like, yeah oh. she spends all her skill points to get like the 
the analysis skill and it's just useless because it's just yeah. like tell me about this wall and it's like it's a wall and like most of the time analysis is like the skill that makes the wacky transformation actually op is because they just know everything yeah which i think like i said at this point now they know what the isekai jokes are and i think they're doing a good job here of subverting a couple of them while still holding true to the isekai genre in general yeah i feel like this show is going to have two distinct parts to it there's going to be the part where everyone is split up and then the part where everyone gets together right i think it's a question of is the spider girl going to be against or with them you know i mean are they even going to realize it's one of them i don't know like we don't even know if she can talk to humans i think she can because the dragon can and, like, everyone else seemed to be like, oh, that's a cute dragon, and treated it like a pet. Even, and it seemed like they couldn't really understand her. It's possible. Oh, also, um, she's a cannibal now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can eat her. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of spiders are. I mean, a lot of animals are. Anyway, I'm going to retain this show, because I think it's a lot of fun right now. Yeah. I think it's cute and it'll be fun and entertaining for a while. I'm going to retain. Yeah, I'm going to retain. I don't know if it'll make it to the end of the season, but it's fun enough for now. Yeah. All right. So uh, that is our crop for this week. Again, Wonder Egg Priority is not being discussed this week because it does not actually start until next week. So obviously we have nothing to talk about. I believe the only thing that got fired more than once this week was Gekaidal. So... Gekaidal is out for the season after only one episode. Very sad. We are now down to nine shows. Which one will remain and which one will fall? Uh, you can find out if you keep listening to the show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at WapperCast, uh, <clears throat> where you can find some updates. And there's also a poll going right now over what our February OVA is going to be. Uh, your again, your choices are Ghost in the Shell, Fire Force Season One, and The Promised Neverland. So be sure to go vote in that while it's still available. Um, I believe that's all we got for you. So this has been your weekly anime performance review. I have been John, your Back from the Dead CEO of Weebs. I've been Chris, your Wiggle Waggle. And I've been Andrew, your CEO of. Oh, sorry, it's egg time. That's the episode. Goodbye. Eat boop ravioli. <laughs>